T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. KCBS Radio. Original podcasts. The effort to clear out one of the Bay Area's largest homeless encampments is underway. No, it isn't in San Francisco or Oakland or Berkeley. It's in San Jose, the 10th largest city in the United States, which is also home to one of the largest populations of houseless persons in the nation. From KCBS Radio, I'm Matt Pittman, and this is Bay Current. And the pandemic has only made things worse in the South Bay. The unhoused population in San Jose has grown 11% since 2019, with more than 6,700 people counted. And more than 200 of them have lived along a 40-acre plot of land just south of the San Jose airport. And a months-long sweep to drive them out is well underway. My colleague, KCBS reporter Keith Minconi, lives in the South Bay and covers the South Bay for us. And he spent the week on assignment, speaking with officials as well as advocates for the homeless and spending time with some of the unhoused who are having to relocate. This is a story, Keith, that has played out over much of this year. And I'm just going to start by asking you to kind of take us there geographically, like where specifically in San Jose is kind of the epicenter of this controversial and ongoing uh, site of of homeless people who have who have been forced to relocate. Almost a complicated answer to that question. The original location for the site was a 40-acre unoccupied field south of the city's airport. Over the course of the pandemic, the number of homeless people living there uh, grew quite a bit, especially as the city was holding back on its abatement efforts due to COVID precautions. And at its height, it's uh, the city says that it was home to more than 200 residents, while some advocates have thrown around numbers of it maybe having as many as three, four, or even 500. Uh, if you ever went by that field, you saw a lot of density, you saw lots of trailers, you saw even... Uh, lean-tos, sheds, uh, you know, it was quite built up for a time. What happened was the FAA uh, did not like how many people were living there, and they were concerned that it could pose risks to the uh, to air travel, and so it told the city it was going to need to clear it out or risk losing potentially millions of dollars in federal funding. So this was back in the summer of 2021, a little bit more than a year ago, 
And what followed was a very long, drawn-out, protracted effort to make good on the city's promise to the FAA to clear out the field. It went in phases, one area, then another area, then another area. And through the entire process, uh, the city was working with uh, residents. It had the goal of rehousing as many of them as possible in uh, many different ways. Uh, but skip forward to September of this year, and we get to the FAA deadline. The city does, in fact, manage to clear out that 40-acre piece of land. But what happens next is dozens and dozens of the people that had been living there still don't really have a place to go. And so they just pick up their belongings, uh, move their RVs over a couple of blocks, and they reset up a new encampment site on a baseball diamond. This uh, baseball diamond in uh, this uh, area, part of Columbus Park, uh, in that diamond, around that diamond, and basically recreate a smaller version of that old encampment. So, Keith, what has this clearing effort looked like? We should say that there is actually a lawsuit that the city is facing from a number of encampment residents who say that their property was illegally seized and illegally destroyed. And they're saying that the rights have been violated. Uh, that's um, They actually managed to get a court order freezing the clearing that is going on uh, for a while. Um, that uh, court order was then uh, overturned and the uh, clearing continued, but that uh, litigation over the residents' allegations is ongoing. So the, a lot of acrimony. A couple of the scenes that I saw play out while I was there, um, a gentleman by the name of Sean Benach was... Uh, he's living by the field, sleeping in uh, his car. He's uh, been at this site for years, uh, well before the clearing effort even began. And while I was there, he was uh, surrounded by a number of police officers and being asked to move his car down the road. He wasn't actually being kicked off the site entirely, but he was being asked to move to make way for some construction work that the city was planning. And this was a very upsetting experience for him. I'm ready to push it backwards, but they're in the way right now. So they're gonna, yeah. So I don't need them neutral? to help. Oh no, no, they have construction guys that'll help you. I don't. Need I know them you don't want help. a shaping no, no, touching. Uh, Scott's here. He can help me. That's fine. I can. Do I don't that. know that Scott's gonna be able to push him himself. No, I can do it. I, I pushed it myself, don't worry. Okay. Well, I, I'll stay in here until you do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but let's. Uh, I'm just. I'm just. I was just that stripping. That's on there. I just want to make sure that stays stays okay, good. Yeah. I might put the hood back up, actually. It might be a better idea. He has been moved around the site a number of times. Uh, he says that his own possessions have uh, been taken away, uh, adding to some of those uh, allegations that we had heard earlier. A lot of it's been, like, art supplies. Yeah. Creative supplies. Um, I don't know if I have pictures. I might have some. Um, but I filled up that field over there with sculptures before. I had paintings all along the street after that for a while. And so to move his car down the street, his car doesn't run. So he needed to push it. And in order to push it, he needed help from other people there. And he was, uh, some folks that knew him that were on site were saying, well, uh, you, you're going to need a, a number of people to help you here. Maybe uh, you should ask the police officers to, to lend a hand. And he was dead set against that uh, because he has had some negative experiences with uh, police officers. And uh, for him, he was visibly 
upset. So they're gonna, yeah. So I don't need them neutral? to help. Oh, no, no, they have construction guys that'll help you. I don't need I know them you don't want SJP no, no, touching uh, Scott's here, he can help me, that's fine. I can. I don't know that Scott's gonna be able to push him his, himself. No, I can do it. I, I pushed it myself, don't worry. Okay, well, I, I'll stay in here until you do please. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but let's, uh... I'm just, I'm just, I was just, that stripping that's on there, I just wanna make sure that stays, stays okay, good. Yeah. I might put the hood back up, actually, it might be a better idea. And uh, when all was said and done, um, really, he had just been moved a couple of blocks down the street. He has moved to a spot where it is still not clear how long he's going to be there because he's still illegally parked. Um, uh, but uh, he is in, in the process of getting into the, the city's uh, housing program. And once he does, he's told he will be able to move again to a legal portion, and there he can join the others who um, will be allowed to wait while the city is processing their uh, housing applications. And that calls to mind a scene that took place just across the baseball field and uh, another block away. Police were surrounding two vehicles, a van and an RV, and uh, uh, there was a man inside the RV. It, it seemed like police were asking him to exit the vehicle, but uh, he was refusing. He's in there right now. He's uh, the one on the right? Yeah, and they're saying that he, uh, that he put hands on somebody or something to the effect of that. It was uh, really uh, another very tense scene. Uh, police officers were keeping their distance. Uh, one of them told me that he believed that the man inside the vehicle had a registered uh, firearm. So there again, it's not clear exactly where this individual is uh, going to end up. Where are we and kind of what is next because uh, maybe a tough question to answer but because it sounds like so much is still very much up in the air in limbo yeah so according to figures that the city gave me uh, currently there's about 60 vehicles that are still in the abatement area um, something like 20 of those vehicles the city is planning to or has already uh, swept them, removed them from the area. Then there's uh, 42 more that are going to be allowed to stay. They are working with the city to be rehoused. And while that work is ongoing, they're going to be allowed to stay on the site until about February. Uh, ultimately, the city is planning to turn this area into, uh, to introduce uh, park improvements to the area, uh, transforming it into a dog park, uh, giving it a disc golf course and uh, a public garden. So, uh, there are uh, big plans for that area starting in February. The other big thing that's going to start in February is the VTA uh, safe parking site, which we've mentioned. That's when that's expected to open up, and that's going to give these RV dwellers uh, another option for where they can go. Uh, and that really speaks to one of the central criticisms that these advocates, these homeless advocates have had against the city's approach. That is that this whole time, you know, we've we've been clearing this encampment site since the summer of uh, well, we've been preparing for this since the summer of 2021. And it's only going to be hopefully in February 2023 when the safe parking site opens. That is a long time for, you know, what is essentially a designated site to park some cars. These advocates say that could have been avoided. Now, 
On the flip side of all of this, of course, you know, any reporter who's ever covered the Bay Area has likely been to one of these city council meetings where tens or even hundreds of people have turned out to voice their opposition to a, a homeless site, whether a transitional site or a safe parking site or what have you. The not-in-my-backyard sentiment runs very strong. People by and large, very vocally protest when one of these sites is proposed for their backyard. And and that was true for this very uh, VTA Santa Teresa parking lot site. That was true as well. Many people showed up to voice their opposition to this site. So it's a a, a tricky thing to get these these sites set up. And um, I, I, I think perhaps... Uh, It's a tricky thing to get these uh, sites set up. And in speaking with city officials, I think from their perspective, the number of people that they have managed to get housed, the the progress that they have been uh, able to make, uh, given the realities of how difficult it is to uh, do this rehousing work, they would count a a great deal of that as a success. Keith Minconi, thank you so much. Absolutely. My pleasure. Bay Current is a production of KCBS Radio. Today's episode was written and narrated by me, Matt Pittman. Sidney Fishman was our producer. And a special thanks to Keith Minconi for his terrific reporting. Get more Bay Area stories like this one by subscribing to Bay Current on the Odyssey app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.